Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who Dat Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. And now we are on this Thursday of the Free Agent Frenzy Week and it was a frenzy once again. It was pretty light early in the day. We didn't really see much and then it started to heat up later in the day with the Saints signing Malcolm Brown. Uh, defensive tackle that used to be on the Patriots. Um, I just want to say congrats on his signing. Three years, $15 million. Welcome to the Saints, Malcolm. And then also the Saints officially re-signed Teddy Bridgewater. One year, $7.5 million deal to become the Saints backup and hopefully future um, quarterback here. Also, in those visits, the Saints had three um, visits. Two we've already covered with Ezekiel Anza, Jared Cook, and then also Nick Easton's going to be coming on a visit um, he um, was a guard last year in the on the Vikings. Excuse me, um, Anza. He left the he left the Bills. Excuse me, and he is going to um, come to New Orleans tonight. They've already been talking, so this is not like the first time they're having um, conversations about a deal. Supposedly, if Anza likes the locker room, likes the, what the coaches say about his fit and his role on this team, he will be signed in New Orleans. Jared Cook, who came in this morning, is still here as of um, 8, 11 Eastern Standard Time. So really, I mean, he's been there all day, still hasn't left, probably at dinner right now, probably getting wined and dying at Emeralds, just like Drew Brees did so many years ago. And we're really going to see what happens here. I Cook better not leave New Orleans. And I'm happy sitting here um, at 8 o'clock in New York here that the Saints have still have him in the building and that um, maybe they're getting ready for him to sign either tonight or tomorrow morning. But this is a really good sign for the Saints. Um, as always, during these episodes, we will keep you updated. Um, I'm refreshing Twitter every couple of minutes to see what is happening with the Saints, if there's any um, new news and everything. So to me, I just it's really um, it's been cra- another crazy day. It's probably going to be a crazy night here. And um, really, that's it. Also, one more thing is that the Saints did um, restructure Drew Brees' contract. And then also last night, um, I forgot to mention that Will Lutz did sign a um, five-year deal, five-year extension with the Saints, five years, $20 million. It looks like his cap is going to be very low this year and then rise throughout the years when the years go on here. Um, his base salary is only like eight hundred k for next year. So that means with all the signing bonuses, it's probably not going to be more than $2 million here. So that's huge. Um, that's another low cap hit. Latavius Murray's cap hit for this year is only 1.8. That could be a steal and a half. That's half of what Mark Ingram was last year. So it, he, really to him, to show his value, is he's got to be as half as good as Mark Ingram. I think he'll be much better. Um, we'll get into what um, Latavius Murray said about the Saints because he was on a interview because he's officially signed. He already put pen to paper. Teddy Bridgewater, he's had an interview. He's put pen to paper. So this is just – it's really – um, good stuff here. The Saints are finally signing people. Malcolm Brown, who I think is a huge upgrade over um, Tyler Davidson and has a chance to me to be even a better nose tackle than what he is now. Former first-round pick. Add that to the former first-round picks the Saints had. And the Saints have had this way that when first-rounders come in here, they're going to succeed. Look at Eli Apple. Um, he, first-round pick for the Giants, comes in here, plays Really, really good. Obviously, we have our first-round pick with Lattimore, Rankins. Um, but guys with a lot of talent, they come in here, and really, they're pretty successful. Demario Davis, I believe. Um, he was at early. I don't think he was first-round, but he was first couple of rounds, I believe. Um, players come in here. They're going to 
be successful here. Um, and usually this is a place, look, the Saints have a lot of first round picks on that defense. And uh, now they have to be ready to go. Even look at the offensive line. The Saints could potentially have during the season four first round picks out of four on the defensive line here. So that, that's a good sign. When you have four first round picks on the defensive line, that's a really good thing. Obviously, I'm talking about Cam Jordan, um, Sheldon Rankins, Malcolm Brown here, and then also Marcus Davenport. That is a real possibility. Um, just if you guys don't know who uh, Malcolm Brown is, he's predominantly a run stopper. So he's going to be taking over that nose tackle role, that um, one tech that Tyler Davidson plays. So he's not going to fill in for Sheldon Rankins. He's going to be replacing Tyler Davidson. Um, I know both are defensive tackles, but a one tech and a three tech are completely different positions, really, when you um, look at what they're supposed to do. He's really good run stopper, and that's going to continue into next season for the Saints. Obviously, the Saints were great against the run. That will continue with Malcolm Brown as he's put about 40 tackles up, and they're all usually run stops. For a defensive tackle to have 40 tackles is pretty good. He doesn't really get to the quarterback, obviously, as like uh, Sheldon Rankins because he's not that three tech, but he's able to push the pocket back really good. Um, and actually he's usually is better production um, when pushing the pocket back and even getting to the quarterback than Tyler Davidson did. So that's obviously really good to me. He's just a step above Tyler Davidson. I think he got paid a step above Tyler Davidson. And to me, um, really he's only going into his fourth year here and, um, he's going to be ready to and barely be primed to, um, take that next step forward, probably in a new place. I would not be surprised if he becomes a key part to this Saints defense, and I, I think it was a good move. So now we're going to move over to another really good move by the Saints, and that is re-signing Teddy Bridgewater. It seems like Bridgewater will be um, the next QB and the heir apparent to Drew Brees here. Um, look, he loves the locker room. He loves all that stuff, which is obviously really good for us. But I went over this on Tuesday, so I'm not going to get fully in-depth in here. But in five of the Saints, would I like to draft a QB? Probably, but I like Teddy Bridgewater. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the Saints going after Bridgewater and not um, drafting a QB. We have a solid QB. We know what we got out of Bridgewater. And um, going forward, if he doesn't get a monster contract, which he probably won't with the Saints here, I think it would be a good move because you'll be able to add through free agency, sign other guys like Mike Thomas, Al Kamara, all those good, all that good stuff. And um, to me, it just it solidifies the Saints and what they're trying to do here. It shows that they have a clear plan, and they're really ready um, to look at that here. Um, one year, seven million, fine. It could go up to twelve million if he plays, obviously. And uh, to me, it's a good move. He's number one. He's the best backup in the league, and it just shows that the Saints have a clear plan at quarterback, and that's going to be Teddy Bridgewater here. So I think Teddy Bridgewater will be the next. If after Drew Brees, I think Teddy Bridgewater will be the next starting quarterback for the Saints, and um, I think that's a fine move. Like, would I like to draft a QB? Probably, but that's an unknown. At least we know what Teddy Bridgewater is. We can build around him, and I think still be a Super Bowl candidate year in and year out. And then going on to our visits, we talked about Anza, who's visiting tonight, probably going to go out for dinner in New Orleans, and then maybe tomorrow he'll have a nice long visit, sign with the Saints. Jared Cook, as we said before, he's been in New Orleans all day, and um, he's still there. We haven't heard an end visit point yet. He's still in New Orleans. We don't know what's happening, if he's going to sign with the Saints or is he going to move on but to me this is just it, it, it's definitely something to look out for and to something that may happen very very soon um i i think it is still going on people don't think that it, they, they said like people maybe just forgot and don't know if it ended yet no i think this is fully going on right now 
Anza will be coming in later. Maybe they have both of them in the building right now, which would be kind of cool, and they both sign together. But to me, I do think that Cook would be the best option for the Saints here. Um, I do think that. Same with Anza. I think he's an upgrade over um, Alex Okafor. Just got paid $8 million a year, so congratulations to Alex Okafor. Anza, look, he only started two games. He was hurt, so he's not going to get a big contract. He's going to get that one-year prove-it deal, and it probably won't um, be a big deal. I think it'll probably be at one year, four million, one year, five million, something around those lines there. Um, the Giants signed Marcus Golden, who had 12 and a half sacks just like Ziggy Anza back in um, 2017. And then last year he got hurt just like Ziggy Anza. And they did not make a big deal. They gave him a one year prove it deal. Um, I believe it wasn't a big contract. I believe it was like four or five million, uh, maybe even less there. So look, if that just shows that that's going to be a mirror of Ziggy Anza, he's going to get that one year, four to five million dollar deal, maybe a little bit more because it's only a one year deal. But that's just what I think we're looking at here. The Saints are also looking into guard Nick Easton, and they brought him on a visit. Visit, excuse me. Um, Look, he was on IR all of last year. He didn't play a single game for the Vikings. But coming off IR, the Vikings have expressed some interest. But now he's also expressing interest in the Saints. The Saints, to me, need that backup guard. They need that player that can swing out. And they've really been looking for that backup guard ever since Senio Calamente left. And then with um, Josh Loribus maybe leaving in free agency, Nick Easton could be a good fit there. Um, Back in 2017, he started 12 games. And he only played 12 games, so he was started every game he played. He was actually rated on Pro Football Focus the Vikings' best offensive lineman in that year. So, look, he's definitely something, someone to look out for, and I think he could be a good um, move for us, especially as a depth deal. It's coming back from an injury. It could take it slow, and uh, we don't need him right away. But, look, I think he'd be a good six-man for this offensive line, and I think he could be a really good piece. And um, that's just what I feel. Um, he's going to be able to swing around both guard positions, and um, he's going to be like Senio Calamente in that um, respect, and he could do a lot of good things there. So I would not be surprised that the Saints pick up um, some depth at this position, and Nick Easton is a perfect um, fit for that. And then also I think um, the Saints were looking into Mario Edwards, but now with um, Anza looking, you know, coming into New Orleans after leaving Buffalo, it's a little more maybe he may come to New Orleans. And then also the Saints signing Malcolm Brown, who's that interior type player, and so is Edwards. He could play both. I think that the Saints are kind of shying away from Edwards, even though they brought him in for a visit last night. So we'll see how that goes. I wouldn't completely take him out of the picture, but out of all um, four players the Saints have have visited New Orleans so far, I'd put him down as the least. Um, I really want to see Cook in a Saints uniform. I went over it yesterday and in many other podcasts. If we bring in Cook, that would be the best move for the Saints here. It's obviously... um, He's the best tight end out there right now, and the Saints obviously badly need a tight end. And in the Sean Payton offense, he can go from a very good tight end, top 10 tight end, to the best tight end. And that's obviously um, the best here. So I think that that's the best move for him. I think um, he may have, he was looking a little interested in the Patriots, but they never brought him in for a visit. So I think New Orleans is going to be the best place for him, especially with the Saints um, restructuring Drew Brees. And it was really um, resourceful by making Loomis opening up that second void year so he can spread out that hit even more, which is really, really good there. Drew Brees now only a $22 million pay uh, cap hit, excuse me, and now they're going to um, only, now they're going to have $16 million, and but that's without the Malcolm Brown signing, without the Will Lutz signing. So with those put in, we don't know the exact cap numbers for the year, but it's we're probably going to have around $9 million left to send, $10 million. 
depending how the cap hit goes, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But that would probably be enough to sign one of Ansa and Jared Cook. And then we'd probably have to make a second move. To me, it's either um, extend Cameron Jordan or restructure Teron Armstead's contract. And that's how we would make up that to get the extra signing. So look, if the Saints brought in Anza and Cook, I'd call it a day, re-sign Des Bryant, and then you're done. That that's what I do if I'm the Saints. That's a good free agency, solid. The only really bad part is is that we lost Mark Ingram, but with adding um Latavius Murray, it's not that big of a hit for the Saints. And look, Alan Kamara is gonna have to be that Bell Cow um one day and this is just a perfect chance for him so with all that said i think it's time to wrap up this free agent frenzy episode so if you like this podcast like this episode like this whole free agent frenzy series here you can follow us on twitter at the who at this on instagram at who discussion on podomatic at the who discussion and then also you could subscribe to our youtube channel our itunes channel our spotify channel and our google play channel on youtube please hit that thumbs up Please uh, hit that notification bell. Um, and then also, obviously, comment. That I love talking with people on there. And it's obviously been really fun this week going through all the Saints moves. So it, I just can't wait to talk to you guys even more there. On iTunes, please rate us. Give us that 5 out of 5 um, rating. If you guys give those 5 out of 5 stars, we can make more content for you. Le- leave a review as well. Everything's very much appreciated. Even if it's a little constructive criticism, I'm happy um, so I just want to hear what you guys, you know, start saying. So, you know, maybe I got to fix a little something. Definitely post that too. Um, I just want to get better at this. And I've honestly loved talking with you guys all throughout last year. And now going into this year, it's just been a blast. And it's been a blast this week. Like this has honestly been, this is like the most fun that I've had since the football season ended. This is obviously, it's just a really fun time getting new players. Now, you know, we got Malcolm Brown, re-signing Teddy Bridgewater, um, bringing all these guys for visits, all the speculating still. And um, I think that we are going to wrap this up. I'm just lo- looking if there's any more news that we have to cover that maybe just came in. Also, Jordy Nelson was cut, so maybe the Saints want to bring in him as kind of that slot guy. But, again, I wouldn't um, expect him. The Saints really – I think if they're going to sign a veteran, I think they're going to go after Des Bryant, who's in the building. They already re-signed him. To me, that's just a perfect fit there. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, prove them right, and who dat?